Hello, community. Welcome back to Kombucha Conversations. You are here with Azreen and Mahin, two best friends who are navigating life through a lens of accountability, abundance, and faith. What are we sipping on today, Mahin? So we are sipping on... Mm. We are sipping on some Remedy Kombucha, and I had to run back this flavor. It's called Orange Splash. It makes you feel like it's the summertime when in reality, it's absolutely freezing outside. Oh, I like that description. I'm drinking the Remedy Kombucha in Raspberry Lemonade, and I think this is one of the best kombuchas I've had. And so I think we're both vying for that sponsorship, inshallah, inshallah. by Remedy Kombucha. If you're listening, we want it. Please. Okay. I think it's time for a conversation. Yes, it is. So today, one of the things that we would like to talk about is something that uh, most creatives are very well acquainted with. I think it's imposter syndrome Mm. and the themes surrounding perception Mm -hmm. and being perceived. Yeah, I think. And what is prompting this conversation, Maheen? I think as we're nearing the launch of Kombucha Conversations, we are, I believe, three, four days away from the official launch. And I know we've been kind of going back and forth about kind of like that's those Sunday scaries, that restlessness about, hey, should we even fucking do this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, like it's, it's real now. Um, but do you want to kind of talk about how you've been feeling as you're nearing the launch of the podcast and kind of the fears and thoughts that you've been having? Yeah, I think that um, to answer this question, I would say that I've never really felt imposter syndrome up until this year and this moment. I think it's because the reason why I'm feeling it is because I think it's something that I'm destined for and I don't know how to accept the fact that, you know, people will actually want to listen to what I have to say. Mm -hmm. I think um, we always talk about this, um, Azreen, is that like, I've always felt shame for who I am mm-hmm. and not been like readily able to accept for the things that the things that I represent, the things that I do and who I am because of the lack of support that I received and like being in a space now where I receive so much support by the people that I love every single day. I think it's like a foreign feeling and I can't shake it off. Yeah, though that really resonates with me especially around the idea of being perceived through this podcast and that idea of shame i think just like this project is very special and will bring about those feelings because we talk a lot about many vulnerable aspects about our lives and we're really like showing our hand and sleeve to the entire world right and i think that can invite a lot of judgment and assumptions about us being in the public eye is very scary especially in terms of the things that we speak about kind of like the vulnerable aspects of life the shadow aspects of life some of our lowest moments right that we are going to share and have been sharing with community members in a way to shift their perspective and transmute it it will invite criticism from other people and different perceptions as i had mentioned right Um, and i think also the idea of like us both being brown and with from certain cultures and certain things that we've shared in our past just speaking about we've always kind of been out of the box right um i think a lot about that because we 
I think have always looked at ourselves as extensions of our family and so how you're perceived out in the world is essentially an extension of how your family is perceived and that's something that a responsibility that I think I really carry and was bringing into kind of the fears that I had around this project and podcast but just hitting on that idea of shame you're right like both of us have both of us have experienced a lot of shame growing up but when I was approaching this podcast and I was having all these like different like emotions and like kind of like oh kind of like the nose of like why I shouldn't do it I was thinking back just like thinking about shame and how that has been like such an integral part of my life a mindset shift that I've been really thinking about is it kind of goes back to like that song by Kanye West no church in the wild right that line I think about a lot is like there are no sins if there's permission right so there's no shame if there is radical acceptance and I think in 2023 um, I was able to really lean on and hone on and that ability to radically accept who I am the good the bad the ugly and everything in between and really hold in the power that I know myself and so other people's perceptions of me is not necessarily a death sentence because it's more or less a projection of an interpretation of who they are right it tells me more about who they are if there are people in the world who are listening to a podcast that are like ill like why did they say that or like oh like this is so cringe and whatnot to me that is information about you that says something about who you are it doesn't say anything about me what it says about me and you Mahin, is that we have the ability to stand in our power and be vulnerable and show up for ourselves and go after our dreams. And I think this project is really important to both of us. And why I mean so much is that, yes, there's like a hundred reasons why we could say no, like we don't want to do it. We can like pussy out and, you know, turn back and say, okay, like I don't want to do it. But like, what's the point of having a dream if you're like constantly looking for a cosign for other people to validate it? That just means like it's not really a dream that is important to you. And you should give up. And that's something that I think about a lot. And so I try to hone in on not the hundred reasons of why not I should do something because this means something to me. It's that one why that is going to anchor me and lead me towards that achievement and success and accomplishment of that goal. I'm ranting. Sorry. No, I think it's um, very well said. And I think that um, essentially how I would summarize what you just said is like facing your fears, right? And I think that um, one of the biggest uh, things that give me energy in life is like the ability to like look at my fears in the face and be like, so what? Mm -hmm. So what? I'm going to get through this. Fear is nothing in the eyes of somebody that has faced, you know, such adversity in their life and such big challenges at such a young age, you know, both of us um, stem from this perspective. So I think that facing my fears is what gives me energy and what will give me energy in this during this year. So and of course, I'm afraid, you know, I'm human, I am a woman and being afraid is something that we encountered so many in so many ways and Mm -hmm. like in so many um situations and through so many different things but i think that also a part of being a woman is being able to understand that we're resilient Mm -hmm. and i think that goes hand in hand you know i always we always talk about like phoenix rising from the ashes i've whole my whole life i felt like 
I've been a phoenix just constantly rising from the ashes and hopefully this is the last time. <laughs> it won't be. <laughs> you thought. This is nothing. No, it's nothing. But yeah, I think that's how I would gather uh, what you were essentially saying and summarize it and add my own perspective to it. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I think for me, my biggest motto in life is the more you're afraid to do something, the more necessary it is for you to do it because that Mm. is the thing that is going to help you grow. And I believe like it's such a beautiful thing when you're able to overcome your fear. Like people who are fearless, okay, whatever. But people who are brave, people who overcome their greatest fear, like wow. And you can use that as a reference point to be like, I'm capable of doing that. And so every other time, next time I'm going to feel afraid, I'll use that reference point of when I overcome my fear. And that is the person who I actually am. Right. And I think that relates to that conversation or that topic you talked about imposter syndrome. Right. For me, imposter syndrome is I felt it a lot in terms of thinking about like, oh, like everything you're doing is a performance. I'm thinking like, oh, like I want to be well composed. I want to be articulate. I want to be seem powerful and I can only show up in these ways when I'm performing. Right. And then I think something that really clicked for me the other day was like, If you weren't able to be all those things, you wouldn't even be able to perform being those aspects. You're only able to show up and quote unquote perform those things because you are those things. Right. And I think like that relates back to like overcoming your fears because like you're like, oh, like I can't do it. Like I'm not really this person. But you overcome that fear. You embody that person because you are that person and overcome it. And like that becomes your reference point. And like you need to remember maybe we aren't always that version of ourselves all the time but that doesn't mean we're not that person right and I think a certain situation the environments that really bring things different things out of us but yeah I think that's my perspective on imposter syndrome um and how it relates to kind of the this building up to this project um I would also like to say that I think the the definition of imposter syndrome to me is understanding what you're capable of and that capability looking you in the face and because as humans we go through so many things in life that make us feel small i think the capability seems bigger than who we are but essentially the capability is us Mm. and our potential looking at us and saying that you can do it you know you can but also understanding the change that comes after understanding your capability and Mm -hmm. actually putting forth that capability so i think imposter syndrome is not just the 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 term that everybody says oh like you know i'm afraid of my potential i think it's deeper than that so i think the most important thing is like being yourself and being okay and staying authentic to who you Mm -hmm. are as a human um which is easier said than done i feel like it's always been natural for myself and for azreen and i think that there's a lot of shame that comes from the world not just not just like you know from our immediate like family members or friends that in the past but i think that like the world does know how does not know how to accept uh people who are 100 percent themselves and mm-hmm. you just not shout- in a box yeah exactly and that's why people can't understand kanye west and i know he's a complex human being but honestly if you listen to the guy talk for more than 10 minutes you'll start to understand that he has a lot of intelligent shit to say Mm-hmm. he really does that's really true um i think it's very hard it's very 
important or easy for most people to look at things in a binary sense because it makes the most sense but shit is like gray and things are not black and white and i don't think people usually have like the capability to navigate life like that because it's not easy it's a lot harder to do so and because then it's like oh there is no right or wrong way to exist or see people or to I label people or identify people right and like just what you're kind of saying about the capability and imposter syndrome something that I've been thinking about in terms of imposter syndrome is this idea of like the gap between intent and impact and the feeling of constantly being tested um, in terms of like you have an intention to really perform or do well in this activity, but maybe you fall short on your impact or maybe you don't, right? Um, and that really feeding into like your identity and your evaluations of success and like your imposter syndrome. And so what I'm trying to say through that is I think we're constantly feeling like we're being tested and there's like a right or wrong way to be. But what you said about showing up authentically is like there is no right or wrong way to be. This is just who you are. And like something that's helped me is like if I understand and trust who I am, that ultimately means I'm trusting Allah, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're one in the same thing. And so if Allah wants me to be really great and shine in this moment and trust myself, then so be it. But if it's more important for me to learn a lesson through this experience and maybe it doesn't do us isn't as successful then that's like something i have to accept as well and be okay with yeah and so bridging that gap between the intent and impact in the fact that you showed up for yourself as 100 percent rather than like okay i was tested in this moment and i failed what is the true test did you show up authentically did you pour into it 100 percent did you reflect on the experiences um and the feedback that you got from this opportunity or did you be like oh like other people didn't validate me or um i didn't prepare for this moment actually and so maybe this is the feedback i need to do better and grow but yeah i think we spoke a lot about the different reasons why we're scared um and our different no's and why not for approaching a project like this what do you think and what would you say your why is for doing this that's a really good question i think my number one why would be that i've always understood the importance of sharing my story and hearing other people's stories and through that is how we truly connect as human beings so i think my why is because i want to share my own perspective and my own story and you know hear about azreen's perspective and her story and be able to showcase to the world that by sharing our perspectives and our stories is there is the most easiest way to feel connected as human beings Mm. so i think like i definitely have more of a why but i think that that's what i would like to use to explain it in a general basis Mm -hmm. so i think that's a why in terms of community i think for myself is like i said like i touched on before is facing my fears and being okay uh with being perceived in you know big spaces and by strangers by complete strangers mm-hmm. halfway across the world who knows who this will reach right so inshallah far yeah. like i have a vision i'm telling you already like yeah, i don't care inshallah. who believes it or not this is it might be shitty now maybe people will perceive it like that but i know like where we're heading 100 percent. and i really like the idea that you broke down 
your whys into two aspects, what you want for the community and for yourself. And I think my answers are very, very similar as well. I think my why for me personally as well is just to be okay with being perceived. It's like a test. Like, are you really okay with complete strangers like judging yourself and like put yourself in that position to be perceived and judged and people to say that they hate it? Um, but be grounded in the fact that you're doing this because you love it and which connects to like the why for the community is that if if it benefits just one person in the world and helps them make a different decision than what they usually would or helps them look at a situation differently to make better choices to change the trajectory of their life to feel like they're less alone that for me is enough and so my why is that my why for myself is overcoming my own fear and being judged by other people because I truly believe that it can connect with people and support them in their journeys as well. I agree. I, I think that's very similar perspectives that we both have. So I really hope that people understand that this is not just done on a whimsical, you know, it's, there's a lot of intention and there's a lot of um, accountability like we always talk about behind this situation itself behind putting our foot forward into the public eye so i really hope that it reaches the right audience and if it even if it reaches the wrong audience i want to be okay with that as well and i think that's a really like great point that you made about the right audience because you've we've both both seen like testaments in our life where I think it's really important to show up authentically as yourself because one, I think the universe take, takes care of the rest when you show up authentically. And then the second aspect of it is that the people who are meant to understand you and are aligned with you, they are going to understand the story that you're saying and they'll see what you're trying to portray and connect with that. And the people who are not aligned with you, who are not a part of your community, they will never understand. And so... Are you going to really give away your power and give into fear to lean into or to appease the people that are not even a part of your alignment and your community when there's so many people who can benefit from it? Who, there are so many people who are aligned with you. There are so many people in your community that the, your voice will reach. And I think that's a really important thing to reflect on. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So community, think of something that you are afraid to do and do that shit and share with us your story on how you did it and how you overcame it and just know that we believe in you right azreen yes and tell us your why what was your why that anchored you in doing it so once again share do think of something that you're afraid to do do it and share your why how you overcame it and what you did and we are looking forward to hearing your responses. As always, connect with us at our email and IG, which are connected below, and our TikTok. Um, and until next time, may peace be upon you.